It's the James and Kim cast. Hello, I'm James Howard. I'm Kim Carson. Thank you so much for being with us today. We've got some fun things coming up over the next little while, including some celebrity encounter stories. Also, some EPB, electric power board, window secrets. Secrets. I like secrets. Okay. And we're going to throw out a challenge to you at the end of this podcast today. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Tell your friends about the James and Kim casts. Like us. Share us. You can find us on Facebook. We now have a James and Kim cast page. It's under The James and Kim Cast. So how many times have you watched the movie Elf? None this year. You what? Not yet. I'm so so disappointed in you. I'm so sorry to let you down. Well, okay, so I've watched it twice, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I've I've paid for it twice. What? Yeah, I know. You are addicted. $3.99. I love the the movie. I (laughs) I need you to go ahead and buy it, really. You really should. So if you're an elf elf movie fan, you need to take a trip to Rochester, Michigan. You know why? There is a hotel up there, and it's all Buddy the Elf themed. There's a Buddy the Elf theme suite. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you've got the Buddy's Bellroom cocktail. What all is in that? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we elves try to stick to the four main food groups: candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. <laughs> right, so if you're a big Elf fan, just Google Hotel Rochester uh, Elf movie, and you'll you'll know more about it. All right, so we had a fun show the other day. That's right. We and this just kind of came up organically. Started talking about celebrity encounters, and there were so many calls. I couldn't believe uh, some of the celebrity encounters that people shared with us. Yeah, so we'll get to the, those phone calls here in just a second. All right, James. Aside from the one that breaks my heart, Stephen Tyler, when you were riding an elevator with him and you did not speak to him, what is your favorite celebrity encounter? Why do you always rub rub? That encounter because in you broke every, my heart by not speaking to Steven Tyler at least every month, every month, every years. time we play a Steven Tyler Aerosmith tune. This is years <laughs> of me doing this, years of disappointment. <laughs> so tell me, so you were telling me about um, oh running into somebody. Uh, it was Santana. Santana, and you didn't know who he was. No, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know the group Santana. But, I didn't know who Carlos Santana you, was. You you shared that story. I wonder how many. How many times that's happened to us where we've been at the airport, we've been somewhere, and, and we sit next to somebody, and we, we, we don't know who they, who they are? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's got to happen a million different times to different people. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Santana story was, fun, was funny because they uh, had approached me and were going to give me free tickets to their concert, and I didn't know who they were. But I was so young, and I was such an 80s girl. It was pop music and country music is all I listened to growing up. Yeah. See, I'm ashamed of you. You're ashamed of me now. No, because the, the Stephen Tyler, I, of all places, I met him in a uh, in an elevator. <laughs> so. But you knew who he was, but you didn't speak yeah, to I, him. And this is back when he was a judge on American Idol, and uh, it was at the Heathrow Airport in London. And but the, the, here, here's what I want you to understand. Here's what I want you to understand, Kim Carson. <laughs> we had a moment together. We had some bro glances at each other because, yeah, the, the reason I'm saying this, even though we didn't speak, there were about four or five of, of uh, they, were, they were female, part of his entourage, entourage, and we were on a subway, and they were giving him the hardest time. And there were some language being used in this conversation. No. And I was sitting face-to-face with Steven Tyler on the subway. 
and he just kept looking at me going, oh my gosh. So I, it was like a bromance. Yeah, it was, it was, no, I'm moment. not saying a bromance. <laughs> But it was, he was looking at me like going, these ladies are driving me crazy. Oh, my gosh. That's absolutely hilarious. These ladies are driving me crazy. But the, the, I, I, there's a part of me that every time you pick on me about not, you know, talking to Steven Tyler from Aerosmith, there is a part of me that because I was going over to uh, Iraq to visit our local troops. And, uh, yeah, I probably should have gotten a, a little video message from Steven Tyler. So, but I respect that you respected him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, like I'll to quit. give you a just hard stop. time. I don't, yeah, just and stop. if I talk about this there. enough, eventually Stephen Tyler is going to call this show and talk to us. Okay? <laughs> one of these days. If I if I fuss about this for another ten years. Yeah, one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've just had a lot of celebrity encounters that I thought were were t- a ton of fun that um, just kind of came out of nowhere. Sometimes a lot of them when I was younger. Yeah, I was at. I was at the Chattanooga, and I got in the elevator with David Crosby. What? Yeah, with David Crosby. You knew who he was, though. I did. I did know who David Crosby was. Did you speak was. to him? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> James Howard. <laughs> Just stop. Just stop right there. So I loved we, – we got a lot of phone calls, and there's one of our favorites. And just in case you missed this on the show, the one where the lady was on crutches – and going through an airport. Going through an airport, exactly. And she fell. And guess who helped helped her back up? I was I was in college and I had um, sprained my ankle, so I was on crutches coming home for the holidays. And I had a duffel bag on my back. Of course, you bring all your laundry home to mom, right? Okay. I tried to navigate the airport. Yeah. And as I went around a corner, I ran into somebody. And I got knocked on my my duffel bag. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I was down. And all I saw was black boots and the bottom of black coats. And I'm thinking, I am in deep, deep, deep trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, this hand came down and it said, ma'am, can I help you up? And it was Johnny Cash with his full entourage. Oh, my word. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And he, he says, where are you headed to? And I said, I'm headed back home to Tennessee to my mama for the holiday. And he says, what plane are you catching? And I told him. And he says, boys, you take her buffet bag, you get her crutches, and you grab her. Get her there. Oh, oh my gosh. And they picked they picked me up and carried me to my plane. <laughs> Did Johnny Cash carry you, or he got somebody else? No. To... Okay. okay. No, well, no, he no. stayed put with one, but he made sure I got home. <laughs> that is, a, I love this what story. An incredible story. Oh. I love it. Yeah, that was one of my feel-good stories. <laughs> and it made me feel good. You gave me chill yeah, bumps. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm, I, 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 I'm thinking, though, him looking down to this sweet little lady on the ground, you know, with her crutches all sprawn <laughs> out, and then him going, hi, I'm Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> that is, I mean, that's like a surreal moment. That's that awesome. is so cool. Thanks so much for sharing it with us. I just love these stories. All right, all right, James. You had an opportunity uh, to um, visit with uh, Scotty Summerlin with EPB. I want to know about the magic behind the EPB windows. So I tried my best to to get her to Tell us some secrets. Was she not coming off of them? No. Aww. I know. I was. I go. Come on, Scotty. But the thing is, she didn't. I mean, th- there are like 
there are EPB secrets that she, they won't even tell her. Oh, okay. So well, what did you get out of her? What good okay, are you, James? I, 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 tell me, just kick me out the, out of the studio. <laughs> you don't talk to celebrities right, so, if you can't get secrets so from EPB. I, I, I talked to Scotty <laughs> with EPB right in front of the windows just the other day. When the Windows team, when they're not hard at work coming up with really cool themed ideas and it's off season, do they ever like have fun with these little characters like in the hallway or in offices? You know, I don't know the answer to that. I do know this year, since some of our folks are working at home, that some of the um, elves had to be um, transported, and um, they wanted one of our employees to, like, sit in the back seat with the elf with the mask on. So they they, they have a ton of fun with it, yes. Well, okay, you got a little out of her, James. Uh, a, a little bit. Just a little. A little bit. All right, so here's the, the rest of this conversation with Scotty with EPB. These windows have been around Chattanooga for a long time. They have, James. You know, there's a really interesting story behind the windows. They got their start back during the World War II era where our employees wanted to spread some cheer to folks who had loved ones overseas. We actually sold war bonds in the windows. And then when the war was over, um, we used the windows to teach people about electricity, which seems weird now, but it was relatively new then for our area. And um, we even sold appliances out of the windows. So it, it's evolved into a holiday event, but really some historic meaning behind it. Okay, so when it comes to the history inside these windows, what's the oldest animatronics that's, that, that we see? Well, you know, I would love to tell you that, but it's a secret. It's a secret? Wait, 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 hold on. So, I mean, we could be looking at maybe one of those an- animatronics that's 30 years old. 40 years old. Well, what I'll tell you is what they say is what happens in the elf room stays in the elf room. But what I can tell you is our elves have had some work done, you know, a little Botox, a little filler. Yeah, they've got a good plastic surgeon. Uh, what if I still be a 20? Would you tell me the secret? Uh, they haven't even told me. So they, wait, they haven't told you? I'm, I am the PR person and I don't even know. So, Scotty, can you tell me where they're housed? Ooh, that's a secret, too. Do you know that secret? I do know that. But it's kind of like the Elf on the Shelf. Like, you can't know all the details about Elf on the Shelf. That ruins the magic. Yeah, okay. It does. It does. So, do you know how many these little characters are running around EPB when they're not being displayed in the windows? I I don't know that. Just because this is my first year at EPB, this is my first year experience the windows as an employee, and I have learned a whole lot. But if you ask me next year, I will find out the answer to that. (laughs) Okay. All right. What's the most interesting thing you can tell us when it comes to the creativity and and obviously the hard work that's put into these windows with these animatronics and the signs and especially the, uh, the new digital sign that's, what, just a couple of years old? Well, the folks who work on the windows are a very uh, tight crew. They have a lot of fun. And they say every year there's just funny things that happen. They actually have a contest on who takes the most glitter home and their hair, their beard, their car. Um, So every year that's a thing. And then... um, they glitter almost everything. So a lot of the guys build it, and then the women come and glitter it, which kind of makes the guys angry. But then when they see it in the windows with the lights, they understand why it's glittered. And there are plenty of stories about the guys picking up things that they didn't realize the glitter wasn't dry or it hadn't been, like, the excess hadn't gotten rid of it, and it just, like, they doused it. and They were doused in red glitter looking like Santa Claus, you That's know. Hilarious. Scotty, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks so much, James. 
All right, James, good job. You did get some good history there. <laughs> it, it, it is really neat. I mean, it's a family tradition. I see people every year, and I have seen them every year, and it's the only time I ever see them right in front of the EPB windows Christmas Eve. So we go kind of at the same time, the sun's setting, and we meet families that we've met, and it's, it's, it's really neat. It's really so, special. It's yeah. special to your family for sure. EPB.com, and if you, if you don't feel comfortable getting out and, and seeing them for yourself, you, you can actually see them on their website. That's pretty neat. All right, since we're talking about Christmas, I have a challenge. Uh-oh. I have a challenge for you, James, yep. and I have a challenge for everybody who is listening. Because right? you've started the challenge. You haven't finished it. I'm not done yet. I have like four slots left. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you can really overthink this, but what are your top 10 favorite all-time Christmas songs. I'm going to be thinking about that for the next couple of days. I know you've been thinking about this for a couple of days. I see your list. You're like, uh, you've, got, you've got four on the list. It's so. harder than you think, yeah. seriously. So top ten, top ten. We encourage you to like us and share us. Tell your friends about the James and Kim cast. You can find us on Facebook. It's a brand new Facebook page. It's The James and Kim cast. We'd love it if you'd start interacting with us there as well. All right. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for listening to the James and Kim cast.